podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash FML FPL. Here we are, Sunday night. Good to have you back. We're both on big red arrows, but we're at least we're in sync and sort of like married on the swing set together, you know? Some things never change. <laughs> Ride together, die together, as we said before. So, you want to talk about your bad week or my bad week first? I want to finish mine quick, get it out of the way. Okay. Um, they're 35. I mean, I just, I just, nothing I touch goes right. It's just beyond my understanding at this point. Um, yeah, I mean, Captain Rashford, like a fucking idiot. He had that one huge chance at the end of the yeah. game that he just shot like directly at fucking fucker Foster. Foster. But he was, I mean, playing Raz position on the sideline. And I mean, I was watching the game and I'm just like, keep sitting there thinking like, did I not watch any United games? I know, right? Because he's playing reverse out of position. What am I doing with like a 9 million reverse out of position player on my team? And then, you know, I'm just like sitting there and then like Sun gets the red card. I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. I'm going to get like six (laughs) players out of my team. And I just click on his stupid fucking game log, Rashford. And all season, he's had one instance where he has had two game weeks back-to-back where he's blank game week three and four. I buy him after game week 16, and he just goes back-to-back blank, like for fun. Home Everton at Watford. I'm just like sitting here looking at my shit. Like, obviously, I don't buy reverse out-of-position players who I don't like for a reason. And then I'm just finally, I don't know. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, Rashford has like 5,000 points, and he scores he returns every. He's like, I'm look. Am I looking at Vardy or Rashford? I'm like, oh, it's Rashford. Okay, I should get him probably. And then he just does that. And I just sit there. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I just um. Then I follow like I follow the little sheepies, and then this happens, and then I go my own way, and then like, I don't know. I just pick bad players. Also, I, I'm not sure what's happening. It's just bad. I don't know. It's bad. I just have like Lundstrom and Vardy are the only players who got points, like De Bruyne. You know, everyone that everyone has, and then everyone yeah, else is just terrible. It's, it's like, a good good way to segue to me because my only returners are you guessed it, Vardy, Kev, and Lundstrom, <laughs> like the three of the most owned players in the game. I mean, it's just insane. What an insanely bad week for. I feel like most people that we know and. Uh, on Twitter and Slack, it seems like everyone had a bad week, which obviously is impossible, but like it's rare. I don't know. Every single week, I have a really bad week. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I had one green arrow in the last like nine game weeks. At least, cool. at least Michael got you five points. It's like almost a clean. So. Yeah. So he's so ever since I got rid of Pope for Schmeichel, he's almost gotten as many points as Pope. That's great. Yeah. That's what I was going for. Yeah, exactly. That's always what you go for in in an upgrade. Um, Yeah, it's like I I kept Kevin, which was okay. At least he got a return. But you know, like LOL on everyone. Obviously, captaining Vard's Max Bones in the three-one loss is that was the the obvious pick. Um, I mean, to be fair, he was so good. He was incredible. 
So, I mean, I didn't have a problem with the bones. No, I don't have there. a problem with the allocation of the bones. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's The problem is like the way that subtracting bonus points is the biggest, bigger problem than adding bonus points, I feel like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, he didn't miss any chances. He was just setting up chances. <laughs> yeah, he, he, had, he, he had like one chance. <laughs> yeah, he had like yeah. two chances. One was off target and one was a goal and he created another huge chance, but he didn't have the opportunity to lose bonus points because they got fucking bossed and that's stupid. But like, whatever. You know, Matt Ryan having like his worst probably ever Premier League match. I mean, luckily conceding only one. He was just howling all over the place and VAR helped him, you know, concede two fewer than he probably should have. Um, I got a Hayden three point sub, which I'll absolutely take in a week like this. Sub in for Pulisic. Dude, three is a fucking haul. Three is a haul. I mean, it's more than Tammy, Kane, Ali, Maddo, Kelly, Ryan, my whole fucking team. Yeah, Yeah. three is a fucking haul. Isaac Hayden, I've said it before, I'll say it again. He finds a way in my team every week, no matter what I do. No matter third bench slot, first bench slot, it's actually insane what, what he does. Um, the funny little thing that happened was Tamori to Kelly was my like passive transfer roll to freeze, and we know how that goes. Tamori oh, yeah, away yeah, Spurs seven pointer, no question. Immediately. Yeah. Immediately, yeah. Kelly no Queen versus Newcastle, good, absolute good shit. Um, housekeeping, shout out to the FML Field Prize League Mug League leader for December, but obviously. You know, the leagues aren't updated yet because the FPL website is a piece of shit website. But I think there's a rare housekeeping, like, eclipse event moment happening here where the leader of the December mug is also leading the public league. Lucas Matthew, a.k.a. Lucas on Slack, a.k.a. Launch de Trezeguet, up to 333rd overall in the world, absolutely flying. Started December at 4.3K, and now he's 333rd, just like having an absurd December so far. So great job by him. Okay. Where would you like to begin? Anywhere? I'm just... I don't. You're lost for words right now. Yeah, I'm all sorts. Okay. I think... Of maybe interesting place to start is just this sort of premium slot that we all sort of have available, whether it's like a sun red card or someone else being bad or whatever it is. It seems like everyone sort of has a premium slot available right now. And we got a lot of questions on like Mo versus Mane versus Raz versus Kuhn even. So yeah, I mean, Dodi Dor on Slack is Raz a thing. Al and Aaron on Slack is Raz better for the next five to six, then Mane and Mo because of the fixtures. Um, Jeff Dion's like, he, he can do sun to anyone. Does he do Mo or Raz? Frankenstein wondering about Mane and Salah. And Watford sponsors the one who, who brought up Kuhn. He said Kuhn versus Mo. Do you have strong um, feelings on this? I mean, Liverpool's fixtures are extremely bad. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm after watching today and last last game week of just Spurs like fumbling and bumbling their lives away. Yeah. And United just I and, mean they were good and Chelsea for like yeah, I mean Chelsea have not really had great well they did a job today. They played a different game. They today. did a they job but it wasn't but, like a, you know, 
it wasn't the early I mean, season the, dominant attacking performances. Yeah. Tammy looked bad. Like, yeah. Well, Tammy's looked bad for a while, but in, yeah. I mean, Chelsea don't really fit into this criteria anyway. Okay, okay. All their players are fucking free anyway, but I'm just sort of feeling like it's just maybe time to get players from like the three good teams. I mean, Liverpool are actually really good. And even though they have bad fixtures on paper, like they're the only, I mean, we thought that Everton and Watford were good fixtures for like a team like Man United. And that's just (laughs) fucking lies. Like we thought, you know, Spurs would be competent and look like scoring more than a goal when they have like home Chelsea, which is not really proving hasn't proved like, granted he did change things around and play like fucking five defenders but that has not been proving to be a difficult attacking fixture this season i mean at wolves is always tricky but that was again a, you know a pretty pretty poor performance and yeah you know i get that the fixtures are going to look a little bit better right now for them but i mean kane's just bad stats like, not really in the box i mean i just don't really see a point there no son is i think pretty significant i mean he attracts a lot of the defense and you know, I just don't really feel like I want to be spending like ten million or anywhere near that on players on those teams. I mean, outside of City and Liverpool, you know, two teams who we actually know when they have good fixtures because they're good. So the bad teams, so they play well against them. Yeah, they it's don't, like, like surprise lose nil like zero two to fucking Watford. Yeah, like, it's that's like not the, happen. It's like the consistency is almost the what makes them good versus these other teams not as good. You know, because like yeah. Spurs can beat Burnley five nil. You know that can happen. They can like one of these games, home Brighton away, Norwich away, Southampton. Sure, they might score four in one of those. We have no idea when it's going to be. But like if City or Liverpool had you know that run of fixtures, we'd feel good about all three fixtures. Yeah, and and then I mean Leicester. I mean we all have Vardy, obviously, so that's kind of stupid, but. I mean, it's like looking at those nine potential spots on your team, and I mean, maybe it's time to just go back to kind of what we were doing preseason, right? Where we were like, okay, can we get three city, three Liverpool with our budget budgets? Um, I mean, maybe that's the place to go. I mean, we can kind of fudge around the edges with getting like the Lundstroms and the Kellys of the world. Like we know now, like you know, Palace are a good defense, and and like Sheffield United are a good rotational defense. Like you know, we, we have some information there, but. That's like sort of where I'm coming back to. I mean, you know, there's still like, I mean, Jim was so fucking bad against Norwich. It's the most tilting thing of my life that he got seven points in that mm-hmm. game. But I mean, Jim is still like ticking every game and he's oh, pretty yeah. cheap. So, I mean, you know, there's still ways to, you know, to accommodate that kind of thing. But in terms of the the main issue with this, that so, I mean, I, I do still like Mo over. Mane, granted, like, you know, that Mo looks back and, you know, that's like, that's a thing there. But I don't mind both at all. But I I think the Raz and Kuhn, I mean, who in addition to Kevin can we get on City? That's that like sort of the problem. Yeah, that, that was Vax's question. He said, City looks so good. Who can we get other than KDB? They have a decent run while pool of bad attacking room for the next five to six. Jez on Slack. For those of us without KDB, does he need injecting straight in as an absolute priority? Is it worth it as an expensive... At, at the expense of another decent pick, and and Chucky said, "Is it time for Coon?" So it's sort of like, uh. yeah. I mean, I'm just so bad, but I am a million percent getting Coon this week. It's just a matter of what else I'm doing to, to facilitate that. So I am like in the I'm I'm not like do not do what I'm doing. Like I am so <laughs> fucking far. Do like, not enter. Like I'm at the end of the plank, like and the little pirate ship, and like. 
everyone is just trying to murder me and I'm just going to jump into the shark infested waters. But that is in my thoughts. And I mean, it's not in my thoughts. It's what I'm doing. So I don't, I mean, it's obviously premature. He played one fucking minute and he's been out for like three months, but like, that's the kind of thing I'm looking at and just thinking like, okay, well, what am I doing? Like, I don't want reverse out of position. Fuckhead who I hate on a shitty team. Like I don't want Kane anymore. Also kind of rever- like, I'm just have reverse out of position players all over. The <laughs> yeah, place. It's basically like, everyone. Like, I'm just like, what is happening? And like, you know, I get it. There's a fixture pile up 70 minutes, blah, blah, blah. But like I'm, I need to just get so lucky and spike some captains or something. And like I'm looking at their next six or so game weeks, and maybe I'm just capping Kuhn every week and hoping he either plays like eighty or zero or something. And that's the only thing I can really think of in my life that could possibly get me out of this situation. But I don't think Raz is like good. I don't. I've seen literally nothing different from Raz that I have seen from him since the first game of the season where I feel like he's just been a really bad pick for his price. Yeah, I mean, I thought I, I thought I maybe we talked I talked about it on the pod with Jason. Like I thought maybe that Arsenal match was the beginning of something because I was like, okay, they played very differently in that match than in most of yeah. the other matches prior, and then revert back to yeah, and then they went back to yeah. just Mares and Bilva yeah. and and Kev was. Pushing forward, but yeah, Raz was just sort of the whiff guy, and yeah, it was just yeah, it's just back to normal. Yeah, I think he had two shots, and yeah, it's just nothing. He's, there's just nothing there. I, yeah. I'm surprised people are honestly very surprised that people are looking at him. Like I couldn't imagine an argument you could concoct that would put him above that, Mane or Mo. It's that's an insane, actually insane thing to me. Yeah, I mean, I do the the thing with Liverpool for me in this in this run of the pileup, which is starting right now. Is that like Klopp is gonna rotate? Like we, Pete, no one talks about it, but like everyone's like, "Oh, the Pep wheel of fucking fuck my ass." But like Klopp had just rotated in the last little pile up. Like Mo played zero minutes in one game, Mane played zero minutes in another game. Like Trent didn't start one game, Robbo didn't start one game. The midfield was different most games, and so like that to me is maybe like another reason to. Maybe just cool the Jets a little bit on on going like super hard on them right now with just away Leicester home Wolves home Sheffield United where they're probably not going to score like more than three in any of those and they'll be tough games grinding games and like maybe all of the players I just listed are only going to start two anyway like I I just don't know that's that's my slight hesitation with with the Liverpool guys but. I say that, and every other every other team has the same pileup. So, other than yeah. Kevin, who's like a workhorse, usually, I, I feel like Raz will also probably like miss a game. Yeah. So, yeah, like I'm trying to throw that out honestly. Like when yeah. I'm looking at players, I mean, Kuhn is in a different category because he's just off injury or whatever. But I mean, I don't think you can really. You know, we do this every year where we think about like, oh, let's get the center backs. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But in the attack, right? It's like, yeah, there's nothing you can do, I guess. Grealish is probably not going to miss a game, but like they don't play any games and they're horrible. But then it's like, do you want Grealish (laughs) in your team? Like, are you watching Villa like recently? Right. Like, Kane won't miss a game, but he also can't breathe and doesn't get in the box. So it's like, uh, doesn't play the position that we have him slotted in for in our game. So that's bad. Right, right, right. So, you know, then it's coming back to, you know, the teams that are in Champions League, which are like the good players versus like the pookies of the world who are bad. You know, then it's like, all right, whatever. But what do you think of like Mares? Is that an insane thing right now? Because yeah. he's 
It's is it just he's too rotatable with like everything yeah. in life. He okay, was fine. easily enough, enough said. Yeah, he he was. I responded to someone wrote this in Slack. Like, what about Mares? And I just wrote, he's not nailed. And that was just it. I mean, like, he's had several times a season moments where you're just like, oh my god, he's the best player on the pitch. Holy fuck! And then he's just dropped. <laughs> and he he like blanks one game, and then he just dropped, and only is just like a sub guy the next three games or something he was godlike against Leicester but Pep is just such like a tactician overthink merchant where it's like I feel like he picked out Leicester and specifically Chilwell and was like this is what we're gonna do to beat them and we it's not even worth energy trying to predict what he's gonna think for Wolves and how to beat them and Sheffield United how to beat them like I, I don't know and and Further that their fixtures aren't even good. Just looking at it right now, they have they have Sheffield United twice in the next seven. They have at Wolves this yeah. game week. And I just don't like. I'm. I don't think anyone has like good fixtures. Kind of almost the way the league's going this year. Like I, right, I know what you mean. City yeah. and Liverpool to be good when I watch them. Like I don't have confidence that. Any other and Leicester and Leicester, you know, to be good when yeah. I watch them, I don't have confidence in any other team to do that. I mean, so I'm I, I'm like trying to put I'm honestly like starting to put a little less into the fixture right. fixture runs for the, them too. But yeah, I mean, I was recommending Maddo to someone on Slack today, and he was like, "Oh, Maddo, it's like yeah, they have home Liverpool, and then they have away West Ham, away Newcastle, home Southampton, away Burnley, home West Ham. It's like yeah, they're the third best team in the league. You want them, yeah." I mean, those are five games where you expect them to probably keep like minimum two clean sheets and, you know, win them all probably. So. Yeah, exactly. What do you think? Do you, I mean, Kuhn is just, is it just too nuts? Because the thing with Kuhn is, right, I mean, we, they have so many games, it's going to be like, okay, you're going to miss the boat probably. And then they start having tougher fixtures, is what I keep thinking about with him. Yeah, I mean, if he's fit, which, you know, he's subbed on, so you'd expect yeah, him to so just come in and start. Then, like, I feel like he is in that upper echelon. Like, Raz is no longer value at his price because he's sort of playing a different position with a different role. But Kuhn, I feel like, will forever be value at whatever he's priced because any game he starts, I expect him to score. Yeah. I and so I actually kind of like it. Even though there's going to be games where he plays 20 minutes, there's going to be games where he gets subbed off early, probably most games. But. Yeah, I mean, Mo, like as we just discussed, Mo and Mane are also going to miss games, hundred percent. So you might as well just get as many of the best guys as you can, I guess. So what about the other idea about just putting it into like defense or something? I mean, are are we should we start to back away from the attacking aspect? Because you mean like over Chelsea assets and Spurs assets and United assets and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Liverpool aren't keeping clean sheets at a great rate. I mean, they've been way better recently. Um, and I guess like Leicester is still good, and maybe even City might be back to being de- decent. Maybe uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't think that you like need to because I I still like to me the cheap attackers being good is not a reason. It's not like a reason to. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Basically, I think the cheap attackers being good means like they're on par with the the more expensive attackers, but you still want them over defenders. Does that make sense? Yes. 
like Gray, Grealish being really fucking good for Villa, an awful team, isn't like, oh, well, I still just want like Pereira over Grealish. It's like, no, I want Grealish over fucking Sun. Or I want Grealish over like Martial. That's the sacrifice I want to make. And like, I want to enable, I want like, my front line should be like Kuhn, Neil, and Ings or something. You know, it's like, I, I want to use these cheap attackers as enablers, I guess. I want to, I want, ben, I need to have Benteke in for a couple of weeks here, I think. You hate Benteke. I'm, it's Renaissance year for me with Kelly, dude. I love Kelly. I'm starting to love Benteke. He's been really good. He was so good. He was so good yesterday. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> he was so good. Yesterday. I'm going to text your wife after this. I'm like, is, is Walsh back on the sauce? Like, <laughs> she walks in, there's just needles everywhere. You're like, oh, Benteke. <laughs> Foaming at the mouth. I mean, All yeah. No, he's been really good. I, I the last two games he came back in and he looks like slimmer and and I don't know, he looks it looks like he might score one goal this year and I want that goal. You want team. the goal. Yeah. I mean I they the goal. I mean they, I want the goal. Their next three fixtures are very good. I know. I want the goal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if what I just said about cheap attackers makes sense. It makes sense cuz you're kind of talking about them in comparison into like Red card bands like Sun. I mean, we watch Sun. He, Alon, he could have killed Rudiger today. <laughs> Rudiger. He could have. Rudiger. He could have killed him. <laughs> he could have actually killed him. He almost. He almost jammed his studs through his entire body, <laughs> through his soul. throat. Like and for me, it was worse than him. the Andre Gomes injury. Yes, way worse. I yeah. mean, he could have he seriously like put him six feet under. So, when you're comparing players that do that on the pitch from Grealish, who just like scores worldies, then yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. But I still don't. I still have like I'm looking at you know Sheffield United's runs coming up for coming up after this Watford game. They have a really tough bit, and yeah. Like Palace. Wow, their fixtures are insane. Yeah. So, I mean, Lundstrom, I mean, that's a problem for them. And, you know, well, I'm sure we'll get to it. But, you know, Palace have a few good ones, but then they get a little tough. I'm, I'm just trying to think, like, maybe we do need to put money back in a defense and get some of the expensive guys on the good teams just because the fixtures are getting a little bit more mixed baggish for these types of defenses of the bad teams that we're relying on. I mean, like, you know, I also think it's really easy to rotate though. Like if you plan a little bit ahead, it's easy to be like, okay, palace need cover for 22 and 23. Maybe not Sheffield because they're basically just all bad, but like, I think it's easy to find guys to have like a decent rotation of cheap guys. I just don't know. Like, I guess what I'm what I was interested in talking about is like how do the expensive defenders compare to the cheap attackers? I I mean I usually like the defenders more because usually we have the defenders who are similarly priced with pretty good attacking intent like Trent and Rabo or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but but thus far it has not been close. It has not, yeah, it has not been close. Like, I mean I like think Jimenez is point three more than Trent. He has Basically, he has 18 more points. Like, Ings is 6'4", is 99 points. Lundstrom yeah, is 95. I mean, it's, well, it's we're, we're 
you know, it's easy when you cherry pick like the few guys who. No, do yeah, I'm just like, sorted you know, by like points no, I, right I, now. I, I understand what you're saying, but like you know, because then there's still like Neil who's like doing okay and this and that, like you know, even Wood, but. I just don't feel like it's like as sustainable for, for okay. those types of players. Then I do expect, you know, the clean sheets for these top teams, you know, to come in with their, you know, five to eight attacking returns. Like, I don't know. I just usually feel like in, you know, that that's just more reliable. Yeah, I mean, that was definitely the case last season. And I think it was our joint opinion preseason. And, you know, I don't think that that should be ignored, but. Yeah, I just it it is an interesting one to look at. I mean, that we're we're facing the congestion period right now. I wonder like is the shrewd move actually to go for like a center back over Ings or Neil or Wood or something and just someone who's definitely going to play all the matches and and maybe get a couple cleans or something like that. Like maybe that is better. I, it it's really tricky actually. Yeah. Well, then, but the only other thing when we look at that is, you know, then we're talking about extra transfers. So that's also like more difficult. Yeah. You know, for our teams, like you know, re redistributing funds across, like from forward to defense, like that always is a problem. Like that's why. Yeah. You know, the like transfers are so valuable. Is like to to make a shift, structural shift. You know, it costs like three or so transfers, and we usually don't have them, especially when you have players who are kind of trying to commit murder on the on the on the playing field. <laughs> but or, then you know, again, like, like Rico, I guess what what we're both talking about is like we we both kind of like the idea of a double move of like I'm trying to think of a name like possibly Pulisic and Lundy to like you know a cheaper mid who's better and a more expensive defender who has a better run or something like that. Yeah, I think like that seem. It seems like there's a lot of available double moves that seem really good, like involving like Tammy out, Pooley out, Kane out, Sun out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, I like that. I like the double move. It seems like you can drastically improve in two slots, like without needing to take a hit or something. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of good cheap guys out there. Yeah. Um, Benteke. Ray Ray asked for Sun owners: Do we move to Delhi or do we just avoid the spuds? I mean, I'm I'm full avoid at this point um, because of the last two. Yeah, I, I just I I and I I think that without Sun is like a big problem. Right. Like, think about how bad they're going to be without him. Like, they have Lukash, who's. He's passable when he's like the fifth option, but he's going to be the literal only player like giving them any pace, right? And mm-hmm. you know, Ali and Kane, it's it's like they work in this kind of formation because Son like can break the lines. I feel like, right? And without him, I think that they're going to really struggle. And I just, I, I, I could see Brighton coming coming to their place and fucking shredding them apart. Like that wouldn't surprise me at all. It might be a Troy Parrot time. <laughs> it's Polywano <laughs> cracker time. Good shout, good shout. Um, but like at Norwich, at Southampton, it's just like that is such like it's just so you're moving like one dead. I mean, he's obviously dead for now. But like, I I would rather have Rich. Like, I would rather have someone who's got like Ancelotti coming in and is a little bit cheaper and has like similar, if not better, fixtures with like probably more kind of more like under the radar type of a guy. 
Right. Um, and, and, and also like for, to further your point, like Ali, Ali's assist potential or Delhi's assist potential is also way down because he's not passing the sun. Yeah. So, so I'm, I mean, I'm pretty worried about that. Yeah. And then meanwhile, I have Kane and Ollie. Oh my God. Well, I'm, I'm not going to have Kane for much longer. I mean, I'm going to make my transfers before we, before we finish this podcast. Cause I can't like spend time wanting to kill myself. It's really hard to look at Kane. I mean, I know that they have the fixtures, but it's just, but what are the odds if we both get rid of Kane before home Brighton that they just explode? Eight hundred percent. Yeah, it's just nailed on, right? Uh, oh yeah. I mean, Brighton are weird because they're so good in possession and dominating the ball, and they're so actually bad defensively. It's like if you get the ball from them, you can slice right fucking through them. Yeah, but Dan Byrne will say something about it this weekend on Thursday on Boxing Day. I think the odds of Dan Boxing Day is a dude. Boxing Day is a Big big day in the in the burn household. <laughs> <laughs> always has been, always will be. Burn Webster Dunk. Like yeah, the baby, chances of them the conceding a pen to Kane and Spurs is really high. I feel like only if we both get rid though. So that's that's the X factor. Uh, we're stuck in this like impossible puzzle. Uh, it's it's. I mean, it's up to you now because my decision's been made. So well, yeah, I, I have to I have to figure that out. I guess. Um, yeah. But I think it's just kind of like go up to, you know, Mane or Mo or go down and, and buy, you know, like get like VVD or something. Like that's what I would prefer to do. Yeah. Like upgrade Lundstrom to VVD after you do get like Zaha or some shit. I don't know. Like some fucking stainer around under 7 million. It's kind and of blasphemous just, to say like Lundy out, but like you start, you're I starting know. for two of the next six fixtures. Well, I, I mean, I, I would say like if you can hold him for like the watt for, but like you, you know, maybe you just bank the money and you don't take a hit to get rid of him or anything. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But like you give him watt for it, and then I think you can. But th- that's the thing with him is like he's still so cheap, so you can let him go for five, and then and bring him back. back for, yeah, yeah, if you want to or whatever. But yeah, yeah. you know that that's kind of what I'm thinking of with the sun position. Like if you're not going to go up to one of the guys, like I don't want to be lateral in that spot with like Ollie it just doesn't seem right like get someone definitely better or spread the funds yeah it makes sense yeah, like if you, I mean if you can get Maddo if you don't have three Lester like I think that's like, so much better than Ollie I would want Madison yeah, alright let's um, talk about someone else that you're mad at Jay Beyonce like, so what do we do with Rashford considering their run no top six teams besides Liverpool maybe United assets aren't the one I, I mean, it was just really hard watching today. I mean, I was just like, I wanted to just like throw my computer against the wall. Um, it's just insane. Like they keep show, panning to Ole, just sitting there, like doing nothing. I'm like, dude, like, do you are you watching this? Like, do you know what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you see this? And then like seeing just, it's just like, how do I fall for this? Is like, I feel embarrassed and ashamed of myself. That I go against like things that we talk about all the time, and just like looking at them and their performances, and like his points have kind of been against the run of life. Like he has like half his fucking goals are pens, and I'm like, like why am I thinking sitting here like thinking, oh yeah, this is sustainable? <laughs> like, yeah, it's just like the hype train, man. It's and I like, hate him. I yeah. fucking don't like him. Like I've never really had him on my team in FPL. Like I'm always a pretty quick critic of his. 
And, you know, we were pretty down on him in general, yeah. just on the pod, like talking about United and him, period, since he's come in. Yeah. And he's just not fucking, I have, what do I have, nine million sell price? I don't eight something. Like, he's not worth that. Are you kidding me? He's playing reverse out of position, like, just because he's on pens. It's just like, what the fuck am I doing? I know. The, sil- the, like, the silver lining that I tweeted is that for people who are keeping them, and I guess for United fans, whatever, is like Paul came on in the 65th minute. And from then on, they got like two thirds of their entire XG for the match. They got one, 1.01 XG in the last 25 minutes of the match when Paul came on. And his passing was ridiculous. And he got a, on the end of a good chance himself. And I'm just like, if there's a reason to keep them potentially, it's because he looked incredible and fit, and he'll probably start next week. So, yeah, I mean, I'm that's the one reason. Gonna, I'm probably going to hold on to Martial, but he was really good. He was I mean, he was the only player on their team like doing anything. Yeah, I mean, he had a few. He created a couple of really big chances. He yeah, could have he had, had huge stats. Yeah. His fucking, she's still his shooting though. It's kind of been sort of like all season, like really bad. Whenever I watch him, like his shots, just like he squibs stuff, he's missing stuff. Like he hasn't had a single game. Like he hasn't had a brace yet, which is like, he doesn't start, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, anyway, he takes, so like, it more, seems like he takes bad shots. He like just kind of like 180 whips his leg at, at it things. or something. Yeah, he it's snatches snatch at, it. at it. But it, it is like a new position. So I guess it kind of is understandable. Like he's not used to having just like, Six of five goons draped over his back at all times, you know. Yeah, and I mean, well, yeah. Let me. Lingard was so bad today, but yeah, they. There's. He has no help. I mean, James is. He needs a fucking vacation. He. They've been playing him too much. He. He can't keep going like this. But yeah, with Paul back could be good. But the main thing is like, I mean, at least Martial's like seven five. Like he's fucking. Yeah, like, he's affordable. Like, yeah, yeah. Rashford's fucking expensive. Like I can't spend nine on this piece of shit who's playing on the wing. Like I. I was spending 12 for Sterling on that possession, and I know how that went. And I just did the exact same thing with Rashford. It's just like, I am so disappointed in myself. Like, right. I just don't know what I'm doing. Anyway, so that's what I'm thinking there. But do you think I'm being just, like, too emotional? Because I just bought him, and he's just blank fucking two in a row since I got him. And he's, like, a fine hold. I mean, I could be talked into that. I mean, I don't want to say that he is, like, a good pick, fine hold, but I, what I would say is that, like, I don't know if he's your number one priority. Like, and I, like, you have two fucking red flags in your team, you know, like. Yeah, Kane and Son are gone, and then it's a matter of, like, do I fuck with Rashford or just buy someone in for Rico? Like, what do I want to do? Like, yeah, that, that's. that's yeah, exactly. That's what we need to figure out. We'll, we'll talk about that, I guess, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't blame anyone for getting rid of them. I still don't think they're like good picks in majority of the matches, you know, outside the big teams or whatever. But, um, but yeah, Paul gives me like a little bit of hope that they might actually be good. And you know, he has to play well, so he gets bought in January and leaves us like disaster. Um, yeah, we got two questions about Ings. I mean. Burns on Slack said, is Ings a trap or just an obvious pick? A guy I'm chasing in a mini-league captained him this week, took a big lead. And Eric B. followed up with, in the last 12 game weeks, Ings is 10 goals and 20 bonus points. At 6-5, maybe the better question is, why aren't we all getting Ings? 10 goals, 20 yeah. bonus points. Yeah, I get it. Like, good Ings. Oh, my but, God. But, I mean, the fixtures for the next few are just horrible. So, I just... If you own him, I think your hand is just forced. Like you just keep him and hope he like comes in with like 
Harry's the goalkeeper again on minute 39 and like <laughs> nicks the ball. What's off this? Kepa rolls it straight to Angus's path. Oh my God. I mean, it's like speaking of unsustainable, like I don't think I've seen him like score a good goal this year. Like, I don't know, since like before Halloween. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Every the word goal he for scores, it, they are open play, but, but they're not like open play. <laughs> it's no, it's like, like he's standing there when the rebound comes to him, yeah. like, or some fucking crazy shit. Like, I feel like I watch Twilight Zone when I watch him score these Marvelous goals. Marvelous Nakamba pokes it backwards. No one yeah, on the I mean, Aston Villa yes. line moves, and he slots it left footed in the top far post <laughs> corner. I'm like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> Sitting at the bar with Derek and Nate and Jason. We're just like, what? Jason gets the fucking score updates on his phone so he knows what's going to happen before it happens. But I also don't want him to like spoil every game. So he just slyly is like, oh, like what's going on over there? And just like points to the screen. And I'm like, what? Oh, no. And I just see him in a combo fucking poke it. I'm just like, what is this? What is this, dude? I did shout him as captain on Friday My Life, though. So I guess I'm like a little bit made up for that. Yeah, I mean, Villa have been just symbolic lately. But, you know, with Ings, like, that's what I feel like I keep watching. I don't really get it. And, you know, they have really bad fixtures for the next four. So it, you just don't look at them there until Dude, longer. Like longer than that. Five. Next yeah, seven. Palace, bad. Yeah, I mean, away I Chelsea, it, yeah. home Palace, home Spurs, away Leicester, home Wolves, away Palace, away Liverpool. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, that's really bad. And, you know, I, this is also kind of a thing of like the buy low, sell. Wait a minute. Yep, that's it. <laughs> and <laughs> he's, nice. I mean, he's sitting here with like 11 goals through 18 game weeks in 1,250 minutes. He, this is not who this player is. And if you think he's going to finish the season on like 23 goals, you're fucking high. <laughs> and, Southampton are just—they've looked like okay recently, but yeah, like he, they're not creating chances in open play. Like they're, you watch them play and you watch his goals, and it's just like, what the fuck is? How does this keep happening? It's, yeah, to it's just, just put like, it in like statistical perspective, like he's been a consistently under his XG finisher for, and we have like a pretty decent sample size on Danny Ings. Like he's played a lot of Premier League minutes. And this season, he's 3.77 over his non-penalty XG. So it's just like, yeah, he's red hot and good, and they took advantage of their good fixtures. But, like, yeah, I'm kind of with you there. I just don't really trust it at all. Don't trust it at all. I mean, if I owned him, I don't know if, like what my emotional attachment level would be. Yeah, at this moment it would be time, high, yeah. It would be probably X high attachment theory. But <laughs> I would definitely look at getting rid of him like... Just looking at those fixtures, you, you're sitting there like thinking Ings is going to be still getting points in those fixtures. I don't know. I mean, he could obviously could. I don't know what I'm doing this year, so maybe yeah. I'm just totally off the mark as I have been with most things. But um, doesn't seem it. like a good pick. Um, what else to talk about? I guess we could just go to questions unless there's anything else you want to like focus on. Um, I, I want to get your 
thoughts on actually on Everton because they have like a pretty good fixture run and you know they have the nice old man coming in who actually like knows how to set a team up and win games. Do you think there's going to be some value there? Yeah, that's a Again? perfect that's a perfect way to segue to questions because one of our questions is from Chuck on Slack, Chuck Norwich on Slack. He said, "Does Ancelotti put any Everton assets back on the radar? In particular, Sadiba and Dean. I'm, I've read that the fullbacks are quite overlapping in his system. I mean, yeah, the fixtures are extremely good. I, I mean, they're still like a pretty talented team, and Ancelotti's obviously like a top manager. I kind of like the rich pick. I mean, comparing him to." I mean, every week I feel like it's like up and down. There's a million, oh, like so many mids to pick from, too many, and then it's forwards, and then it's like they all suck, and there's none of them that I want. But like <clears throat> comparing Rich to, you know, you know, well, Pulisic was dropped, so it's not even worth comparing to, but like even like Martial or the slightly cheaper guys like Wilf and, and Grealish and shit like that. I mean, Rich has way higher potential of like, he has like brace potential, which those guys just don't have. Um, yeah, I kind of, kind of like it. I mean, defensively they ended last season so ridiculously strong. And I don't know. I feel like Pickford has been like particularly bad this season, but and and the midfield, yeah, like, the loss of Gay is is really bad. But like I don't know, Ancelotti, Ancelotti can can do a job and set them up. And they've obviously been better under Big Dunk. So <laughs> Dunk Dunk is game. Dunk is amazing. Was, was oh, I didn't see it. I didn't book. see it. Well, first of all, his Scottish is accent is like the most thick thing. I I was impressed. It really is. Yeah, interviewer could follow and ask follow-up questions because I'm like sitting up like I'm imagining like if I was in the middle of the field with this huge guy like yelling at me like I would be (laughs) so scared and I'm like focusing with all my mental power sitting on the couch like trying to understand every (laughs) word he's saying like staring at his mouth like Like like, to help you try and read his fucking lips I love that oh my god and then, like, so he does his thing, and then he's like taking all of his articles of clothing off. Like, he gave his fucking tie to someone in the stands. Like, <laughs> he was giving everything he was away. He's like, I thought he was going to start like taking the buttons off and giving like a button to each person. <laughs> <from the shirt. laughs> it was insane. He was just. I like, need to watch this after. This is the first thing I'm going to do after yeah, we pod is watch so, this. Oh, good. The amount of times you referred to like that they were undefeated in his three games were more than one, and it was nice. Uh, He did a fucking job. I'm happy for him. Yeah, he was just pure entertainment. It was great. Yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of like interested in them a little bit with with Ancelotti coming in. I am nervous about the defensive midfield, like lack of options, lack of live live bodies. But yeah, I mean, like Dean's like five seven now, and they have they have at City in game week 21 but then between like game week 19 and 26 like you could expect to clean in any of those games they're all really good yeah they're really good they have newcastle twice home burnley brighton and palace away wofford and west Ham. yeah those are like phenomenally good yeah so that's that's the thing that's kind of interesting i mean i maybe like fucking siggy's gonna be good again who knows i mean he's seven four i I don't know yeah i mean in he was in like every team in game week one. Yeah, he was really popular. 
Yeah. He has one goal and one assist. I mean, he has one goal and one assist more than Benteke this season, but it's still not a good total. I don't. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like where does Siggy fit if he's playing if he's trying to make a team that's like similar similar to the Napoli team. I just don't know that if Siggy has a place in the in the eleven. But obviously, we have to see. But I mean, even under the, like Silva and Dunk, like Sadiba and Dean have good numbers. Like they're still creating a lot of chances. And There's no yeah, there's no one to finish them, and the cleans haven't been there to like make them options. But yeah, I mean they each have a few assists. They they could be good. I mean it, it's it's like a wait and see for me. I think I want to see how they look and who he picks and stuff. But like, yeah, I mean Dean is off a of fucking clean and Max Bones against Arsenal and probably the worst match I've ever watched in my life. Um, yeah, and and it'll be really interesting who he starts up top. I mean their guys are so cheap. Keen six yeah. four and DCL is five seven. Like if he sticks with some sort of like four four two or something like that, like can't remember, like Calvert Lewin was also in everyone's team before game week one until they bought Keen in the last second. Yeah. And he's dropped all the way down to five seven. If he's just like starting up top like he was for Donk, like he could be actually a good another good cheap forward. Yeah, I mean, he started the last like five, and he's been yeah, he's had good performances. He had that brace a few game weeks ago, but you know, he's still lacking a little bit in the in the goal department, which is problematic since we play this FPL yeah. game, and that's how you get points. But yeah, okay, yeah. so you're you're more wait and see though. You think it's like we well, need because like, Rich is the only one of basically everyone we talked about uh, midfielders and attackers that he's just nailed. We know he's really good, and we know he's nailed. It's like. Whether he's going to play as Mertens as the striker, or is he going to play as like Insigne and cut in? Like that's the only question that we don't know. But both are good, and it's yeah. like I don't know if Siggy, Bernard, you know, Wobes, Davies, Feo, whoever's fit for them. I no one's fit for them, but like I just have no idea who's going to start anywhere else. Like Umar Nias could start, and he's four five. I don't know why not. Yeah, Nias is good. I'm. I don't know. I couldn't tell you that. Welcome. I mean, Keen and Ancelotti can just you know, speak Italian to each other. It's great. Yeah. So yeah, no, but I am excited by it, and and equally, I'm very excited about Arteta too. I'm very curious who he picks, and I think like maybe the Arsenal attackers can finally do stuff. Um, yeah, I'm for some. I'm just like not interested. Well, I think no, it's because you're recently extremely scorned by going like double, and then Freddie just being the worst thing ever. Yeah, they're they're not wrong there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna not gonna get on. I'm not gonna fight that battle. Yeah, like my brother's team, he has OBS still. He's managed to like somehow keep OBS in all of the tumultuous times. But like now, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Arteta seems good. smart, and OBS should be the main man, and so he might be good. It's possible. It's possible. Um, Ermias on Twitter, he said, I'm. I want to go big in midfield and cheapo strikers of Mopai, Zim, and Ings. Who's Zim? Zim? Z I M. Zimmerman from Zim- fucking Zimenez? <laughs> Zimenez, yeah. Probably. I don't probably. know. But he, he basically he was at writing and asking, like, is it is it time to go super cheap strikers and like really big in midfield? Like, Multiple premiums in midfield, like Mo, Mane, Kev, and you know someone else. Yeah, I think Mo, Mane, Kev, and then like Vardy and two cheapies is fine if that's how you need to like 
put your how you need to spread your money. I have no problem with that. Yeah, it seems good to me too. Uh, half ants like with a cheeky little question. What other injury prone players should we be targeting for the pileup other than Danny Ng? <laughs> <laughs> to, to buy? Yeah. Love that question. Yeah, great um, question. Injury prone players. And Martial, buy. right? And you're you're keeping him. It's good I good buy right now. He'll, he'll get injured soon. Yeah. Um Dude, I don't know. I'm I'm struggling right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm, Stanislaus has just come back, so that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's obvious. He hasn't yeah. played a minute yet off the bench, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he's I played think, yet. No, yeah, he's made the bench a couple times, but I don't think he's subbed on. And I, I, lo- I think he was on the bench like two games ago, and then this last one, I think he missed it for personal reasons. So oh, okay. something must have come. You know, he's played so much this season. Something came up, like the boss was like, "Yeah, go ahead, Junior. You're fine." But he'll he'll probably get injured. Yeah, again. Andy Carroll's been starting lately, so that's a yeah, that's, that's a shout. I can't can't carry on. Yeah, he has United next year, so that'll be good. Um, Jez on Slack. Apart from Ings, who are the other forwards worth considering at seven million or less? And Dbeck followed up and said, "Who are the best sub nine million strikers? None of them feel good." And and Watford sponsor said Pookie versus Maupai. Maupai. I just need to call him Neil because I just. His last name just does does my head in. Yeah, it's not a fun name to say. Maupai, Maupai, I don't know. Fuck him. I think I think Neil is like pretty pretty solid, pretty solid option there. Yeah, I just the at Spurs and home Chelsea two of the next three. It's like doesn't feel like the prime time to buy them. They're kind of like in a little bit of a dip too. Yeah, I don't don't know if I'd buy him right now. I I like him better. Yeah. I'm not joking about Benteke. I'm dead ass. Is this a w- Walsh's balls shout? <laughs> Say, no, it. It's Say, not, it. Not. No, Say it. Say it. Say it, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, but I'm dead ass about Benteke. Like he's looked the last couple of games better than I've probably ever seen him play in Palace shirt before. Yeah, man. They have the fixtures. I'll say that. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, I mean, Almiron just broke his duck. Maybe it's time for Benteke to break his. Maybe McGoldrick will fucking score this week. Who well, knows? That is <laughs> ridiculous to say that. You know, there's no way he's I, I, I started <laughs> feeling I started feeling bad for him exactly this week. Like I laughed at him when he missed the open net, and then <laughs> then he missed a wide open net, and then yeah, his, no, dude, I was watching. And then his next chance was like it was harder, but it was still like you're in the middle of the box of like a bouncy ball, and it went over, and he just collapsed to the ground face first, and I was just like, oh my god, like this guy is broken. He's actually broken. Oh, yeah, I mean. He's something else. He's something else. There's no question. And he's really good also. Like well, good outside like, of the scoring part. Like his build-up's really good. He gets some good chances. Like he does a lot of good like, shit. That shit gets you a transfer to like Atlian Spore to Turkey. Like your main <laughs> job is to score goals. So like you can like run around and like back pass. The, like, the well, listen, if the they team. keep winning and he keeps doing that and the other striker keeps scoring, he's fine today. Oh, God. Not fine. It's All right. Really so fun. Wolves have home city away Liverpool next to. 
I mean, I I would not put it past Jimenez at all from returning in like both of those, but Jota less so. But Jota, he, he was really bad against. Norwich. Oh, really? I did. I wasn't really, full full on that really game. Bad. Okay, well, yeah, maybe maybe it's a bad shot for a cheap guy. Um, I mean, they both were, but Jota more even more so than Jimenez somehow. Okay, so who are the other cheap strikers you like? I mean, Watford sponsors asking about Pookie, like. Should we I be looking can't. at Pookie? I, I, I can't. No, I, I just can't. Sorry. He blanked from game week 6 to game week 12. And then we got rid. So He's in the, still like yeah. getting one-ish chance a game, and they are bad. Like They have bad players. He had multiple just, chances versus Wolves. He just couldn't finish. Yeah, he, he, yeah, away, fair, a, just, away, Villa this week. He'll probably like double return, but then the fixtures are bad, so still probably a bad pick. Fixture is bad for Norwich, as far as I'm concerned. At like, Villa, been, not not bad. Okay, fine, maybe not at Villa on, but you know what I'm just mean. It's yeah, just I like they're not good, and they they are just like ugh, God. They they did play really well against Wolves, but I just don't trust them. I don't want a spot there. Like I don't I don't know what they're up to in, in any game. So we're not liking a lot of these guys because we already talked about Ings. I mean, I, yeah, Neil. I, 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 I do think Neil is like the best. I still really like him, and I like the way that Brighton play. I just don't like the upcoming fixture. So I'm Next trying time. to find. Yeah, I'm just trying to find someone else. I mean, I mean, I'm Benteke. I'm fucking serious, dude. Like he's been really good. What about Jerry? What about Jerry D or Sar? Like I mean, no, Sar's a mid, but like Sar doesn't play the position. Yeah, I don't. Ardini, Jardini, Jardini. I mean, Wofford in general are kind of all like very, very rogue under the radar shouts, but like back to back, really good performances away Liverpool and home United. Um, I thought Jerry D was incredible today. Sar has been putting up huge numbers in midfield. Those yeah, are actual like shots. That. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like the Jerry shot or, or Dini. Yeah, I think that I think that they could uh could get some some results in the next few. I mean they're I guess like Wolves and Sheffield United too, the next three are a little bit tough, but you know, they're just playing on the counter anyway, so I don't know how much it fucking matters who yeah, they're playing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like the Gerald I like the Gerald shout. I like that a little thing. Called, yeah. okay. And I mean it's we talked about Everton, but it is just a it's a bit of a shot in the dark to Pick one of those guys, you know, yeah. at this moment in time, which is just tr- it's just problematic. You're probably asking for asking for trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So like seven seven the shots in the box. Seven shots in the box. Last last two games, last two starts, seven shots in the box, baby. How many shots total? Seven. He doesn't take bad I shots. I know. That's just a, I was just pointing that out. Shot. I love oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he he's not he fucking Rashford. He's not like trying to curl one from the fucking corner flag. It's like no, no, no. he gets. He, in I mean, he yeah, and he knows exactly where the goalkeeper is because that's exactly where he shoots every shot. So <laughs> he's got that like radar. It's like right to you, right to you. It's right like when you're like getting kind of fucked up and you're playing beer pong and you need to start aiming for like not the cups. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna aim like at this guy's like top button on his jeans. Yeah. It's like that'll yeah, yeah, probably yeah, yeah. go in. <laughs> he needs yeah. to he needs to do that. Wow, I'm, so, like, here, dude, I'm just trying to get aligned here. Yeah. Like, chill, dude. Just chill, bro. It's like going into the pot, I was thinking, oh, there's all these like cheap strikers that I really like, but just go, talking just now about all of them, like fuck. They all have like bad fixtures and shit, so 
I'm a little confused. God, Benteke. Should I just get him? I am. You're getting him 100%? Yeah, I think I got my moves as we've been talking. Okay, what are they? I think Mo, Kuhn, and Benteke, and for Rash, Son, and Kane. That's awesome. Yeah, fucking get in there. <laughs> That's great. That's so fun. That's just awesome. Love yeah, I it. Just click, I just clicked the button, so it's confirmed. Oh my god, really? Craziest move you could like possibly come up with, and like it takes like thirty seconds. You're like, yeah, it just clicks it. Wow, yeah, holy Benteke. shit! Homelock, Homelock, okay, Sam Benteke, Boxing Day captain's coming in for me. Last question. Did you freak on Slack? If you're wildcarding this week, who's the number one non-template player you couldn't do without? God, the wording of that question is just a, hard, a horror show for me. But so, number one non-template. Well, yeah. I think Mo is definitely not template, but I don't know if you want to count him. Yeah, I feel like he will be template. Very soon, like yeah. I mean, for me, it would definitely be Coon. Oh yeah, that's a good like, one. That's where I well, and I like your Ritz shot shout a lot too. I mean, he wouldn't be my number one, but I think it's a really good shout. Like I would probably put like Vardy and Coon up top and see how to build and like Kevin, but like yeah, I mean, how to build around with that? Because can you build a team stage. with Vardy, Coon, Kevin, and Mo? Though yeah, I guess you can. There's a lot of cheap that's guys. Actual, that's my actual team right now. I have all four of them. Oh well, that fucking jokes on me. Yeah. So and it's good. I mean, maybe I'll be able to stay in the top one million with the, with this with this quartet. I know we said it a lot last season, but same with this season. A lot of the like top historic managers, and I'm including you in that statement, are having like really rough seasons, like in the millions. Don't really don't know, know why. I, I don't know what I'm doing this year. Like, I don't know what's going wrong. Right. I can't identify what's gone wrong, and I don't know what I'm doing. Jesus Christ. That's a bad I, I'm, mix. I'm being like dead ass. Like, no, I know that you're like, serious, and I have no answers for you. And I've been like really struggling, like trying to figure out, like over the last couple of weeks. Like it seems like I hold historically good guys for too long, and then they start doing well after I get rid, or like I'm getting or I'm buying too late, and then they're doing badly once I buy. Like I don't know what's happening or what it is, but it's just been really rough this year for me. So I'm just so I mean that's what leads me to get in Benteke. Yeah. And I'm having I mean I just I it's totally a lost season. Like I have no expectations. Like if I finish like top hundred K, I guess I'd be happy. But like I'm just like totally trying to write it off at this point. I think it's just too late for me to salvage anything and just like have and fun and that's watch the games and pod and you know Yeah, I mean that's create create content. It's definitely wrong. It's salvageable, but I don't disagree with the way that you're going about it. It's almost like you're taking the risk that like having more fun might lead you to more greens, but I'm pretty sure, knowing you, if you started just getting greens and like this hit really worked out and you hit some caps and stuff, then you would be back into it right away. I mean, like you can you can have your rank any week if you just hit some like good captain and have a big week or something. So, no, I, I hear you though. It's been fucking rough. I'm, it's weird because I'm used to it from last season, so I'm just like, yeah, like yeah, I'm 600k. 
What about it, motherfucker? <laughs> come at, come at, me. come at me, bro. Don't at me and come at me, bro. But I did, I did make a revolutionary thing happen this game week that I just don't know how I've been missing this. But I okay. finally, for the first game week of the season, gave Frederick Woodman a start, and it did not was not a miss that I got. Yeah, five, you got five, five points out of the goalkeeper slot. Yeah, so I definitely am going to be starting Frederick Woodman from this game week forward. I mean, that made a big difference. So. Okay, I just slotted yeah, him in and saved my team. Yeah, yeah, it's good. And I also, you know, I'm going to get to get a good start from Rico this week, put him in the lineup, <laughs> not going to let me down. Impossible. Yeah, impossible. Actually, literally, contract rules of the actual game of football, impossible to let me down. He will get zero points, and he will be on my bench this week. But he's in my lineup, so I'm going to get to set, enjoy that for a little bit of time. I so. like that. Good, good job by you. Got a lot of stuff going on here. Got a lot. I'm working with a lot. All right, let's go on. All right. Um, who do you like for captain this week? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Every it's it's another tough one, I think, because you know we've got like Leicester and Liverpool and and, and City, City at Everton. Wolves. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it does look like another rogue, rogue captain week. I, I guess people are talking about Chelsea. They have home Southampton, which people is people talking good. about Chelsea and Spurs. To be honest, Spurs yeah, home Brighton. I just, yeah, I think that's really bad. I wouldn't do that at all. I would be no looking nowhere near Spurs for for cap. But I, I mean, I guess like it. But I feel I mean, just you, as you bad about Chelsea. Tammy as I do against as I do for the Spurs players, and I'm considering both yeah, of them. You know, Tammy's like looked individually bad. So like that is the main reason. For me, why he's I'm looked really bad. Yeah, I'm. I'm very worried about him. He might be out of my yeah. team soon. Yeah, I mean, what are you thinking? We didn't really talk about your Chelsea guys, but you still have like Pulisic and Tammy and shit. Well, I know that I'm just like the dumbest person in the world, but I'm like, okay, so he makes all these tactical changes for his like World Cup final away to Mourinho. It's like Lampard's biggest thing of his actual life, but it's like. So then they're going back to normal, supposedly, home Southampton, right? Like, he's not going to play three center backs home Southampton. That would be fucking crazy. So what does that mean? Does that mean it's just back to just Pulisic, Abraham, Willie in front line? I don't know. I mean, Kovacic is suspended, so Mount will almost definitely be the third midfielder because it'll be like Jorginho and Conte deep and Mount in front of them, which means that like Pulisic... It's Pulisic or Cho, I guess, because Willian's obviously not being dropped. So I'm like, I feel so dumb, but I'm like, it sort of seems like the the more clever per 90 move to just keep Pulisic for home Southampton. Is that fucking yeah. crazy? No, I think for the reasons you just said it, that, that like line makes sense to me. Yeah, so I mean... Tammy looks way worse, but you know I'll keep him definitely this week. So I have to basically, I guess that's it for my Chelsea guys. I mean, I feel bad, but I'm definitely keeping them for home Southampton. But I do have to do something probably about like Kane, maybe Ali. I, I don't know what to do with them. So, yeah. What but, about a uh, Pointstrom captain? This uh, could be the week for him. Home Watford. Oh, that is have a shout. That is and a they shot. looked like too good on the counter or something the last couple games. They have they looked good. Also. They have looked actually really good. But also like Wilder is the best manager outside of like Pep and Klopp, so I don't even know. But yeah, I mean the thing with Lundy that's 
under the radar because he's still a really good asset. And I've brought it up on the pod before. It's like he just stopped shooting. Like he was, yeah, yeah, he was getting, like there was a A run. couple shots a game. Yeah, there was a run where he had two shots, five shots, four shots, four shots very recently. But the last five matches combined, he has four shots. Not, can't have that. So he's like, yeah, he's still okay. good and has assist potential, and you know they obviously have good clean potential, but he's not the attacker that he was six weeks ago at all. Okay, so that's bad. That's not a captain option then. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I mean, we're a little. I mean, I maybe Aguero. I might just put it on him. I don't know. I'm bouncing all over the place here. Yeah, I'm not really yeah, sure what to it. do. I mean, I mean, like Rich. I guess. I mean, you could. So you could talk to me about fucking anyone this week, dude. I I, I don't know. Yeah, Rich isn't crazy, and Burnley's defense is really bad. And you no could, way they've looked. I might just do Mo, like in the same way that you do Kuhn. Like if I figure out a, a move that I like to get Mo in, I might just fucking do Mo. It doesn't matter who he's playing against. And also, like I mentioned this on Friday in my life as well. Like Leicester have not looked that good lately. Like they yeah. have been conceding a bunch. They've conceded and. Four out of the last five, they should have conceded multiple goals against Norwich, who just like ripped them to shreds, and then City actually ripped them to shreds. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Mo. I, I definitely feel like that's reasonable. Yeah, I might go there. Um, okay. So you did your moves already. I mean, honestly, I don't want to spend that much time on my moves because I feel like I need more time. Like need I, a lot more time. To yeah. I, I mean, I've spent all like most of my morning just like. Doing this shit. Yeah, I have not. And I was like made on that about things. So, I mean, I okay. think right, I think so, Kane I mean, we'll will be with, out. You got to get rid of Kane, dude. Fucking, he's such a piece. Of, but if if you hold him and I got rid of him, he's gonna do good. So maybe you need to keep him. I don't well, know. Well, that's the mind games that I don't know. But I mean, I could do Kane and Hayden out and go three five two. And so my two would yeah. be Vardy and Tammy, and my midfield would be yeah. Mo, Kev, Ali, Matto, and Pulisic. But are you like going to go without Mo and Mane for a while? Just try and hope that Liverpool are a little quiet over this next no, like, that, five no, or that, six runs. I just said that move would be it would be Kane and Hayden to Mo and uh, and fodder forward. How can you afford that? I can exactly afford that. I ha- yeah, I have I have one point four in the bank from going like oh, Tamori okay, to okay, Kelly okay. and shit like that. Okay, Gallic Greenwood or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, that that is an option. So, that's so good. Yeah, it seems really good. The three five two <laughs> seems, seems good. Really good. <laughs> I mean, it, it it hinges on like me being satisfied keeping Pulisic, but I think I am for one more week, so I think it's not that big a deal. Okay. Everyone's gonna shit on like oh American Pod keeping Pulisic after he's dropped. Like, dude, I kept Pookie way longer. <laughs> I kept Mo way longer. Like, chill. Um, what's next? Oh, I and a slap now. So we got two new signups, two new Patreon signups this week. We got Kevin, no last name. Maybe it's maybe it's Kev, you know. And then Mark Neuenschwander. Neuenschwander, long last name, a lot of letters in there. Let me, let me fucking, let me get in there and slap that shit. <laughs> uh, I think that's basically it, brother. All right. Any, uh, any last parting words? It's great to have you back. 
Yeah, I mean, I was sick that one day, and then we couldn't schedule it for the Friday of my life. So, thank good job by Jason and and the team for stepping in my slack. It really was the full team. Yeah, it was every single person. I, I love that. I think we need to pod on like Friday. Oh shit! I haven't even looked. Because there's games on matches Friday, Thursday and Saturday. Friday, and then there's game. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. So there will be no Friday Man Life this week, right? Because we're not going to pod like yeah. Wednesday, Wednesday. No, no, that's... Oh, ridiculous. God, I need Friday Man Life for my transfers. Wednesday's also Christmas. <laughs> Who fucking cares about Christmas in 2019, my, dude? My, 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 my mom cares. <laughs> You're like my entire family. <laughs> my, 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 I do. <laughs> so... <laughs> I had no... By, for the record, I had no idea that it was Christmas. <laughs> That's why we're a partnership. Yeah, so exactly. I think we should pot on we should pot on Friday like immediately after the city game. Okay. Yeah, that, that works for me. Okay. Um and then after that, we'll probably pod Sunday again because then the next matches are on Wednesday on New Year's. Yep. Okay. That's okay. the schedule. Pod Friday and Pod Sunday. Well, we we always put in a fucking insane shift in December. Well, I mean, if we can't do actually good at the game, we might as well like work hard. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. We're like, yeah. you know, we're like fucking Danny Ings. We're just looking for those those rebounds. Yeah, but we know we're more like McGoldrick. We find them and we put yeah. them over the fucking <laughs> yeah. bar. You're right. God all right. damn it. All right, all right. I gotta go to dinner. Something I just looked at me. It's just like, oh, come on. Okay. Check us out at fmlpl.com on Twitter at fmlpl. Support us at patreon.com slash fmlpl. Subscribe, rate, review, check! Sports Social Podcast Network.